This is Masks Off. I am Tia Fagan. And I'm Kim Gross. Who are you behind the masks you wear? We are here to have real conversations about how to live a more empowered and authentic life. So join us, remove your masks, live your life. Hello, everyone. It is Masks Off with another episode, and I'm Tia. I'm Kim. And we are continuing the conversation of when all those balls are coming at us, we're feeling overwhelmed and inside and out, just disorganized and overwhelmed. And so the quote we chose for this episode is by Brian Andreas. I love this quote. Mm -hmm. There are days I drop words of comfort on myself like falling leaves, and remember that it is enough to be taken care of by myself. And the reason I love this, I particularly love dropping words of comfort on myself like falling leaves. It invites this gentleness and almost like a warm, fuzzy blanket, like, hey, I see you. And so continuing, if you did not listen to the previous episode, we highly recommend hit pause, go listen to the other one right before this one, um, and then come back. And uh, that episode is named, before I forget, just because I think it's important, Surviving Surviving a Storm. storm. Right. So go, if you have not listened to that one yet, we really recommend you go listen to that because we're literally tying in what came up in that episode and discussing it further, a little deeper about those falling leaves um, in this episode. So pause, come back. Don't forget to listen to this one if you... Yep, completely. Um, So the falling leaves, we talked about how when all this external stuff is going on, it's often creating disorganization and unease within us. And like you were sharing in your experience, it was hitting those core wounds when you were talking about your dad and your uncle and everything. Yeah. And then we started to touch on, well, sometimes we don't have the bandwidth to do that internal work and nourishing our inner selves. And the reason um, I think both of us really like this quote is we can still touch that inner child and nourish and gentle. And like I, I said, the image that came to me is like wrap her up in this warm, fuzzy blanket and then just say, I'm going to be right back. But you, when we were talking in between recording these two episodes, you were sharing how that's really difficult for you to do is to just put your inner turmoil aside because of your wanting to dive in and take care of and feel and all of that. So why, Kim, why don't you share a little bit what you've touched on? Yeah. Because it's important, I feel. It is important. And um, when you originally said it, like when you don't have the bandwidth to... Um, tackle and to deal with all the balls that are being thrown at you or to do the inner work to take it a step further to go deeper like what's really going on when I can't just take it step by step or be in the moment and I attach the Mm storyline of oh my goodness I'm so overwhelmed you know I can't I can't handle this when I get into that space which is my inner child my little girl's space Mm -hmm. for sure that energy you had mentioned well in those moments at times just take the work and put it aside Mm -hmm. and I had 
a reaction to you saying that. And I felt triggered by that. Yeah. And there are two things that are at play with that. One, the perfection mask comes right back up. Right. Of no, I need to fix this and I need to do this now and have everything not so much me be perfect, maybe so maybe a little bit of me being perfect, but needing everything around me to just be perfect in a box with the bow nicely <laughs> tied on it and everything is just nice, nice. Yeah. So there's because even though if I were and and I will say though the image of the warm blanket helps a little bit to shift that a little bit more. So maybe that's really important. But to just say, let's put the work aside, let's shelf it for another time until you're stronger to handle it. I can feel the energy of my little girl, the inner child saying, but no, what do I do with all this discomfort? All these external situations are causing so much discomfort. I can't just shelf it. I have to fix it now. Like you can even hear the voice yeah, of, the, totally. of the inner child, right? I need it fixed now. I don't like this feeling anymore. I don't like this feeling. I I don't have the bandwidth to handle it, but I don't like it to let it be here either. So fix it, make it go away. So even my coach that I've been working with has been encouraging me to just be okay with the muck. I shared this before. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I need to fix and make it go away. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so even still, even if the falling leaves, as the quote mm-hmm. says, is another visual for a warm blanket, I still can feel, and I think many people can still feel that resistance to letting it just be right. And I need to just fix and make this feeling go away. Mm-hmm. Even the feeling of, I, even the feeling of overwhelm or anxious, like, or why? And then it goes into why am I getting mm-hmm. so anxious and upset over the contractor in the bathroom. Why is it pushing me to a 12 on the stressed out meter? A 12 on a scale of one to 10, I'm like a 12, 13 and feel so fried. Like, why am I reacting? And then, so to just allow all that, Mm -hmm. even to allow myself to be a 12 is not okay. I have to fix that. Because I can't be that out of control. It all comes back to what we said in the last episode, which is why it's so key to listen to the last episode. It really, a lot of it comes down to not being able to have control. And I know that that is a huge, huge issue for so much of society. Right. I mean, you just brought up so many good points to explore and I'm like oh where, where do we go which now? one which one be? right right so the lack of control that out of controlness makes you feel anxious fearful powerless 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 does it 
by chance also make you feel responsible if something goes astray or awry or doesn't go how you want it? Like then you would be responsible because there was so much out of controlness and you couldn't handle it. I think that, um, that was, that became my coping. My coping mechanism was when life was out of control as a little kid, family life was out of control and I couldn't fix and make it calmer and peaceful. Like my role in the family was peacemaker. Right. If I couldn't do it, then I did feel responsible. Mm -hmm. I did feel like I, and, and I'm talking like if I was seven, yeah, I was eight, nine years old, right. feeling the weight and the responsibility for making everyone in the family happy. Right. Feel better. Feel better. Which then you feel better because they feel better. Yes. Right. <laughs> Always. Yeah. And it happens all the time with my kids. Yeah. When so, they're struggling, I want to make them feel better. So I feel better. Right. So it's, I mean, it's just the same pattern and you know, you identify that in the last episode. So, I mean, nothing, none of this is new, but what is potentially unknown and new is not figuring out, fixing, deconstructing, healing another layer in the moment. Is that right? Mm. Because the thought of setting yourself, setting all of those worries and anxieties and patterns aside so you can deal with the isness. Yeah. Of, and again, if you haven't listened to that last episode, this may seem like, what are they talking about? The isness of your uncle and your dad. Yeah. So you're dealing with the juggling, taking care of, nurturing, being responsible, all that stuff that, that you've always done since you were yeah. little. And now you have the awareness of your inner landscape. Yeah. And so putting aside, wrapping your inner little girl up in a blanket and saying, I see you, I'm here for you, stroking your back, you know, whatever comfort rubbing. And now I have to deal with the social worker, the caseworker, the nurse, the this, the that, the, 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 the. Feels like you're neglecting yourself in the process. What, what, what's the worry of acknowledging you're having these triggers and these responses and these feelings consciously not bypassing because let's be clear you're not bypassing you're not shoving and saying I don't want to deal with you right I see you I love you I care for you I'm here for you but right now I need to take care of this and I will come back to you when I am able to fully give all of myself to you because right now you're giving parts of yourself in all these different places and parts of yourself to you so what's the fear upsetting her aside wrapped up in that warm fuzzy blanket. Yeah. Um, just what's coming to me like initially is that, um, one, I hear a should. Yeah. Right. There's a should and that's the perfection mask. I should be able to handle this all differently. So, you know, it's almost like the voice to the inner child, like, you know, what's wrong with you? Mm, what what so is good right mm-hmm. what's wrong with you why are you having such big feelings why are you feeling this way it's not okay for you to feel this way mm-hmm. so you're judging your yeah. reaction or response and what what if mm. flip it what if your inner response is okay because 
right? Or you're judging having (laughs) a negative response, I say in quotes, right? To all of this external stuff, which you have to take action steps on. Yes. Yes. Right. So this is not something you're like, screw all of this. I'm just not going to do anything. No, you are choosing to be in these roles to help and guide and nurture the others. Yes. Through old age and all of that comes with that. So why do you think you're supposed to just be, yeah, everything's great. I'm okay. I can handle this. Oh, I love seeing that my dad is having struggles. (laughs) Hooray. I mean, what is the response you're looking for your inner child to have, I guess? I think to um, navigate these waters, these rough waters with more calm and ease, I'm looking for my, I'm looking for my adult to show up and my adult is out to lunch somewhere. It's my inner child who is totally reacting to, to all of the situations. It's just very, very old energy. I can feel the energy is very old. Um, So And then because it is more my inner child showing up, we always talk about fight, flight, freeze. Right. She wants to get the F out. She wants to run. She's out of here. I don't want to take care of anybody anymore. I don't want to be responsible anymore. I'm tired of this. I I don't want to take care of people. And then there's the critical voice of, well, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not okay. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So, so it is, and this is an amazing episode that we're having because I think it's so common and difficult for people to be able to hold space in that way. What you're mm-hmm. you know, saying is, and I know that's what's missing. And, and it comes in from at times where my adult, my adult loving higher self will come in and say some words of comfort, you know, the falling leaves, the comfort, it's okay. Um, and then, then my adult goes somewhere. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So it's, uh, and I love this work because it is about balancing our adult self and our, our right. child self. Right. Cause we're not going to get rid of her. She is. And you have a critical self too. There's the critical parent part. There's like all these different selves, right. Yeah. Parts of the self, which always blows my mind that we have so many parts to ourselves. It's like, I'm just one in one body, but yet there, there really are all these parts yeah. and each one of the masks that we talk about is totally. a part. Right? Exactly. Right. So, um, so it's this, ba- it's who's going to show up in the moment. And some, in some moments it is my loving, wise, higher adult self that comes in and is comforting and, and that voice is very quiet, but it, that's how I know it's my true self. Mm. It's my intuition. Cause then yeah. I'll hear it in the background. It's like that little whisper mm-hmm. of some kind of message comes in yeah. that gives me the comfort. And then, and then that goes, that self goes fleeting somewhere. And then, you know, my inner child, then something else will, another ball will be thrown mm-hmm. at me. And then here comes the inner child again, like, ah, you know, like, I don't want to do this anymore. There's so much resistance going on with my inner child. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes then the critical parent comes in 
You like should. I just shared, what's yeah. wrong with you? You know, stop reacting this way. Mm-hmm. We, we've talked so many times in our podcast about um, how parents have not allowed their kids to have big feelings. Right. Right. Most of us were not allowed to have big feelings. We didn't have a container. Right. Put an energetic container put around us to hold space for our big feelings. They were not okay. Okay. So here we go. Your inner child is having her big feelings. They're valid. Why are they not valid? And, Mm. and just as many of us were raised, not, with parents who didn't know how to have that safe container for those big feelings and through no fault of their own because they didn't have it and vice versa. You have to learn how to hold big feelings. So maybe all that you need at this moment, there's nothing to fix, solve, or change. Your little inner self child is just having big feelings. And so it's not even so much as your adult self has to come in. And I'm just throwing this out there. This may or may not be true. Your adult self doesn't necessarily have to like, I'm here to save the day. Here's my whisper and I'm going to do this and you're going to be calm and everything's mm. going to be great. What about just like, I see you having big feelings. I am going to hold that space for you and I'm yeah. not going to fix change or try to do anything. So you're not bypassing, but maybe you don't, it's, just the acknowledgement I see you're having big feelings this is not you you know as you shared like this is mirroring back all your worries and your fears I know this feels like it's happening to you you're safe feel what you need to feel without judgment of yourself that critical aspect right and then say I'm now going to make this phone call or do that oh but what about me what about me I am here I am holding you with gentleness, with kindness, and we're, we can do both. So it's that. You can have the big feelings and navigate all these balls as your yeah. adult self. So it almost sounds like you're not bypassing, but you don't want your little girl stuff to be activated again. But that's also part of having a human experience, right? Because – yeah. She is going to rise up. She is going to have big feelings. But are you going to integrate her and love her as she is? Or are you going to try to make those feelings? I shouldn't have them. Who says? Right. No, it's it's all um, great, valid points that you're saying. And I think that the part that is resisting mm-hmm. what you're saying is mm-hmm. my little girl by saying it's too scary to have the big feelings. Totally. It's it too is. scary. I think just on a very simple scale, a small scale, I think how I have been implementing what you just said is, so if I'm feeling an overwhelm with You know, say, I'll just keep using the example of my uncle mm-hmm. and it's feeling too much. And it's my little girl who's saying, I want out. I don't want to do right. this anymore. I don't want to take care of him anymore. Sure. You know, and then, then it is my, 
I think my adult that comes in and says, you know, it's okay. I don't know um, if my adult is saying it's okay that you feel that way. It's more of a comforting in the sense of a reassuring that like this, this won't last. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, this too shall pass. But I hear more of what you're saying, just even more of an allowing. It's an allowing of whatever is arising mm-hmm. is okay. Right. Without criticizing or shooting yeah. yourself that you're more evolved. You should know all this. But I think that for people, and I have worked with many clients who, you know, because the work that I do is dealing with the inner child and they're afraid because they feel that they are reliving. And sometimes it feels like I'm reliving and you don't want to relive that because it's re-traumatizing. Right. So it's, it's a way of revisiting and, and knowing that either someone else can hold space for you, or if you're, if you cannot have your adult self hold space to have those big feelings, because it can be overwhelming and it mm-hmm. can re-traumatize. Yeah. Really good point to bring that up. And, and what about even reminding, you know, I'm here for you. This is not happening to you. Yes. It's just a memory. Yes. Yep. And, and I do say that when I'm, you know, when clients are in hypnosis, I say to them, this, you are not reliving this, you are revisiting as if you are watching it on a movie screen, so that it puts space and separation between the memory and and the person feeling like it's Mm -hmm. happening all over again, right? There's space, you know, so it's, I mean, it's always harder for ourselves than it is. Yeah. For someone else. Yeah, always, you know, and it, it's completely normal, you know, and, yeah. you know, you, you know how to support your clients through this. And it's, the yes, same thing. I do. it's supporting yourself through that. It's just, it's just always more complicated because we have all those emotional and the wounds are ours, you know. That um, is so true. It's so much harder to hold space for myself than it is for me to hold space totally. for someone else. Totally. And, you know, and I don't know if it's even an option or with all the balls throwing at you, you know, can you toss a ball to somebody else? Take over something. You know, I mean, there's so many little things to revisit because you are only one person and you do truly have a lot on your plate. Right, (laughs) right. I know. And And the reason why we wanted to talk about this in two episodes is because we know, I know I'm not alone. You're not alone. So many people out there that could be listening or watching may be feeling the same exact thing. We are living in a time when people are busier than ever, overwhelmed more than ever, stressed more than ever with technology and everything and just the pandemic And this, you know, if you believe in it and the whole shift that is taking place and there's just more energy stuff yuck than ever before. So I know that you and I are not alone Mm -hmm. in having this experience, which is why we've offered a multitude of ways of looking at it and, and dealing with it. And it ultimately, you know, is being gentle with yourself and recognizing like, it really okay, is. I see, I see this is showing up. And it's kind of what we were talking about too, is like recognizing, 
it's rising up and you can nurture her, your inner child and say, I, I'm going to come back to you tonight. Yeah. And we're going to just hold that space and you can have your temper tantrum and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I know it just needs to be there. And by then it may not even be as strong. Right. But it, I mean, always having that ability to acknowledge and then still do the doing that you need to do to take those action steps yes. with the external chaos. Yes. But sometimes all we need is that acknowledgement without that critical shoulds, perfectionism. And it takes time and practice. And sometimes when we are so overwhelmed and stuck in the storm, we don't have, we, we can't because we're just so stuck in our thoughts and our beliefs in the situation. Yeah. And so it's not about perfection. I know. And actually it's interesting because I have recently, and I never would have done this before because I had to be so darn perfect that when, so I really am taking the mask off and allowing my imperfections to be seen and my vulnerabilities to be seen. I have recently through these last, you know, months or two or weeks been telling my family I'm in a funky place. Yes. I, you know, and that's giving that's myself awesome. permission. That is totally. giving my little girl permission instead of having to hold it together. Like I've got it all figured out because no one does. And I wouldn't, and if I came on here and said that, you know, I, I have it all together, I wouldn't be being authentic. I would be right. lying and, and saying, you know, so I tell my, I'm like, okay, you know, right now I'm having a hard time. I'm having a difficult time. And I do the same. And I think that is an extremely, at least for me, it's really helpful because it's like, okay, yep. I just need some space. I need this. It's not, and it takes the onus off of them to have to take care of us and continue that pattern as well. And um, I mean, I remember one time personally, this was a couple of years ago, I was deep in the muck of some stuff, you know, with mm. the inner journey. I don't, even I don't even remember what it was specifically now with this memory, but the, but what I remember of this moment was I literally needed to take, it was almost 24 hours. And I just mm. said, I need space. I can't, I can't take on anything else. I just need to sit in this funk. Yeah. And it was in the summer and I sat on the screen porch and I just, it was almost a wallowing, but not like poor me, poor me. It was just like, I'm yep. just going to be in this space. And just after be. giving myself permission to just uh, and release, you know, because and I chose the time knowing there were not a lot of external needs going on, um, you know, because it's really hard to actually do that. Like when you're right in the thick of it, of yeah. the external chaos, but it was a day there wasn't a lot of external chaos. So I knew I could do it. And it was so nourishing because I wasn't trying to fix myself. I wasn't like trying to deconstruct everything. I just was there. Yeah. It was, it was a very powerful experience. Um, and ever since I took that longer period, knock on wood, but you know what? The universe does what it does. I haven't had to take that long of a period of time. Now yeah. it's like, Oh, I said, I'm going to take an hour and just <clears throat> zone out and do what I need to do for myself, but it's no longer a, doing or fixing of that inner child it's just being with and that's a different energy versus when we're trying yeah. to 
that fixed energy (laughs) is a very different energy versus like, Hey, I'm just going to sit with my little warm fuzzy blanket. Yeah. Totally gentler. I don't know. Yeah. That's awesome that you did that. That was a huge gift for yourself. Yeah. It was really powerful. And I don't, I bet it was was several years ago and it's still stick. You know how you have those awakening moments and that was one of them. And I didn't do anything. You just like it wasn't doing anything. It was interesting. I think there, I I know I'm not going to say it correctly, but there is some kind of saying or quote is like the doing and the Mm non-doing something along those lines. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. All right. Well, this was great. I'm glad we continued the conversation from the first one. I feel like we have come full circle for sure. And we just took that one idea and went a little bit deeper with it. Exactly. Exactly. We hope it was helpful for all of our listeners as well. And give yourself permission to just be. Yes. All right. Have Have a a great day, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Masks Off. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share with friends and family. Check out the show notes for how to contact us. Remove your masks 